On today's show, we have part two of Alyssa's adults-only trip to Disney and Universal. This is Double Your WDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 195. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of WDW.com, the Disney World Planning website. Today we have part two of Alyssa's trip. Uh, if you didn't listen to part one, I would head back and listen to that. She discusses her four-park challenge with just her and her husband. We also discuss some of the differences in doing Disney with just adults versus kids. She was on the show previously and uh, had a family trip with her two young children. This time, it's just her and her husband. So if you missed part one, I would head back and listen to that. Uh, we're going to just jump right in to uh, the second half of Alyssa's trip, which consists mostly of the Universal Parks. Universal is just so different than Disney. We had to check into our hotel. And when we checked into our hotel, that's when we would get our express pass and our tickets. Um, it's not just like all in the app. I think you can link it to the app after the fact, but we never even did that. I hate that about Universal. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a waste of time. It is. you And there's no on, – well, I mean, they, they do offer an online check-in. I don't know that everybody gets it necessarily, but it's different than Disney's. Where Disney, it's – if you do online check-in, you go straight to the room. Universal, if you do online check-in, it's just a faster check-in process. They're like, oh, well, we already have your basic information. So it does save some time. But I find when I go to Universal, I'm still standing in a big long line. You can't just quickly go to the, like, all right, I'm just drop my luggage and go to the parks. If you have to, if you did a package and you have to get your tickets there or your express right. pass. Yeah. And my husband was like, why do we have to, because we have, he has never gone to Universal since childhood. He was like, why do we have to do it like this? Is this because we had booked with a travel agent for Universal just because we were getting a package? And I was like, well, they can shop for discounts. Like if you had booked a package even on your own, it would have been the same, the same process. You can get, you can also purchase tickets and have them just like scan from your phone or you could do like a printout and scan that way if you bought them separately. So that is that's an option as well. But and like, we needed our room key because that's your express pass. So, right. so we're like ditching our magic bands at this point and now we have lanyards because that's apparently how you do universal. It is how you do universal. <laughs> yep. You do the lanyard. <laughs> So at Royal Pacific, we decided, so we got up and then at like 6.30, we went down to the lobby because we were going to eat breakfast again, but breakfast started at seven on the weekends. So we ended up Ubering earlier than we thought. So we got there, I don't know, like 6.45 and our hotel was like Disney Springs area. Um, it was actually a good neighbor hotel with Disney, but did not have any benefits like early entry, um, which is sad. But um, anyway, so we got to Universal, we checked in, we checked our bags, then we had to go to a separate window, I don't know why it's this way, to get our tickets, um, which I wanted paper tickets, even though I know you can have it on your phone, because when you have to put your phone in the locker, then you need a ticket to get back in the locker. So we had our lanyards, we put our express pass and our tickets, and then we walked to the park, because the great thing about all the Universal I, maybe not the Portofino, but I've stayed at the Hard Rock and then now at the Royal Pacific is you can walk to both the parks, which you can't walk to from all of the resorts. It, it's oh. not all of them, but I will say their buses are way better. <laughs> and how it so that's one thing I did wonder. We had similar to when we stayed at Bay Lake, like there for Royal Pacific, there's just a real short security line, like 
two people were in the line. And the same thing when I was at Hard Rock, my last Universal trip, it was like very short. What about like if you go on the bus, is the city walk security crazy? Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, it depends. So it depends on the time of day. First thing in the morning. Yes. In the afternoon, though, it's usually pretty quick. There's so many machines and so many security guards. Yeah, because we felt that the security was so easy, but we were walking or taking the boat. And both of those were kind of almost like like a private security situation. And Royal Pacific is the cheapest of the three premier hotels that get the express pass, which is why we chose it. And I thought it was great. I've stayed at the Hard Rock, which is also nice, but I thought Royal Pacific was was just as nice. Um, so we got there for early entry. Um, we entered the park at like 7.50 and early entry started at 8.00. And so I was like, well, let's just rope drop Hagrid's because we're here because we did an accidental rope drop. So we went to Hagrid's and I mean, people were booking it to Hagrid. So it was like, you're going with the entire park. I'm really curious how this went for you because this, I used to be like, well, that's the way to do it. I actually tell people not to rope drop Hagrid's. So how did that work out for you? So we waited for 35 minutes. Okay. Um, we were one of the first, like, I would say there was probably, I don't know, 20 people ahead of us in line, you know, but obviously there's like six lines. So we were one of the, the line was way down the pathway to City Walk before we got let in. So we uh, were in the first group. You had an advantage because you were already so far down and you were towards the front of the line. You weren't. I hadn't considered this because you're not coming from the main entrance of City Walk, which is quite a walk to get from security to the actual park entrance. You are like super far ahead of the pack. Yeah. Like just the normal, you know, mobs of people trying to get in. Okay. Because 35 minutes is good. Really oh, very good. My advice for people is unless you are like front, front of the line and you can get there and you like a fast walker. Don't do Hagrid's at Rope Drop because you'll you'll wait two hours. I mean, it'll be a 90-minute wait or a two-hour wait for Hagrid's. Yes. You know, if you're five minutes after park opening, I mean, it's just not worth it. No. And I mean, I will say, like, people were running. The the Universal workers were like, please walk. Yeah. We're walking today. <laughs> you know, and yeah. <laughs> it was – and it's far. It's in the back of the park. So if you had chosen to do other things, you'd be getting a greater quantity. But we had Express Pass and that worked for everything but Hagrid's. Um, and at Universal, I want to ride certain things multiple times and Hagrid's is one of the things. Mm-hmm. So – I told my husband, it's a shame to start on such a high note because it's hard to beat Hagrid's. Um, But we waited 35 minutes. When we first got in line, it was posted 45. And then by the time we got to like the castle-y kind of area, it had jumped up to 120. Yep. And (laughs) it... You know, it was people. There was a lot of people. It was people-y. Yeah. 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 (laughs) There were several times we're like, wow, it's just a lot of people here. Um, So we rode Hagrid's and then... At this point, the Hogwarts Express was not, I think it started at like 9.15 or 9.30, it said. So we wanted to do something else. So I was like, well, let's go do Forbidden Journey. Um, we had taken Dramamine that day because I was nervous about the motion. Some of the Universal rides are just um, Oh, yeah. Know, make you a, feel lot a, of 3D, a lot of 3D, a lot of screens, a lot of motion simulators. So if that does anything for your motion sickness, you need to be prepared. 
Yes, and I've never really felt motion sick at Disney except for on Remy's one time. I just like, I don't know what happened, but I felt a little sick. So it scares me hearing that about Universal. So we just took it as a precaution. Um, so then after we did Forbidden Journey, we went to the Hogwarts Express, which I had never done before because it was closed the last time I went to Universal. And so cute. Uh, it was just, I, I loved it. We were on with these kids. I like it too. Other than uh, Hermione's voice, like the voice actor was, I was like, well, not even close. You're not even close. Yeah. Other than that, I think it's adorable. <laughs> it's funny you should mention that because we had heard about that from like a YouTube channel we watched. Oh, okay. <laughs> and my husband was like, I mean, you know, it really is a great ride. I mean, like that's, that's very you know, like elite to say, oh, her voice is, and I was like, well, you know, that is aggravating. That's not the real person. But so we did the Hogwarts Express. And at first I wasn't going to do the Hogwarts Express because I wanted this time because I wanted Jonathan to open, to go into Diagon Alley, like the, the way through the wall so that he could experience that. But it doesn't drop you off inside Diagon Alley. It's outside. So we did the Hogwarts Express and then we went kind of back to the front of the park. So we did Revenge of the Mummy and it was a posted 15 minute wait. It's like 930 right now. Um, and it was a walk on. There was no one in the park at this point. Oh, great. Um, I love that ride too. It's so good. I love it. It, it just is like a, a sleeper hit because you don't think it's going to be that great. And it really is. And it is. Um, it's a good one. Uh, then we did Rip Ride Rocket at 10 o'clock. And I also love Rip Ride Rocket. I, I just think it's it's so fun. Um, it was a posted 50-minute wait, and we waited for like 20 minutes. Did you put in your own song selection? Did you do like the secret song selection? So this ride, you pick whatever song you want as your soundtrack as you're on the ride. But there is a secret menu of songs that aren't listed. Yes. So I had looked that up. I went on a girl's trip last year to Universal and I tried to do it last time, but then it gave me the warning of like, you must pick a song in 10 seconds. And so I panicked and just picked a regular <laughs> song. But this time it worked flawlessly. Um, and I did um, What's My Age Again by Blink-182 because I was feeling kind of like a kid. Um, and it's interesting because you don't have a phone or anything because you have to put it in the locker, but it has a warning that comes up and it's like, do not record this uh, song, I guess, because you're choosing off the secret menu. <laughs> uh, so, but I was like, well, I have nothing to record it with. So we did Rip Ride Rocket, which I'd also read before the strip, Rip Ride Rocket never goes upside down. You just feel like you do because it turns you right at the time, which is interesting because it is very thrilling. And my husband really liked that one, but he was like, wow, that was a lot more intense than I thought it was going to be. And I was like, oh, just wait till later <laughs> um, when we go on Velocicoaster. Uh, so we went to Villain Con, the, the new Minion ride. Okay. Tell me about this because I haven't, I have not been to Universal since this, uh, this new Minion Land opened and the new ride. So tell us about Villain Con. So when you walk into Villain, so first of all, that on the app, before you go on VillainCon, you can create a profile. So you get to create your name and you choose a minion uh, to represent you and you get to kind of pick your color. And then when you get on the ride, your shooting thing is your color if you've picked a color. So some people's is just white, but I pick purple. So mine was purple, which then, of course, 
if you're not a good shot, helps you recognize who you are because I have no clue where I'm aiming. <laughs> and then it also gives you missions. So you can choose a mission. So our mission said to get some silver coins, so many silver coins in one round. And it's like a moving walkway. So you go through and it's kind of telling the story. You're trying to be a villain. And so you're participating in VillainCon and you were going to shoot at the minions, which is kind of weird, <laughs> um, but it was so fun. So you get on the moving walkway and then you're shooting at these crates to get different kind of firepower and stuff. And then at minions and at the other villains and huge screens and you're just kind of going through a weaving, moving walkway and you have a dot that you stand on. And you're supposed to stay on your dot, but it's very hard to stay on your dot. <laughs> I noticed like everyone around us was no longer on their dot. Uh, you know, I had wondered about that when I heard what this ride was going to be. And so that's interesting that you immediately you're like, mm, people don't really do it. No. And so they kind of leave a dot between parties. So you have room if you do mess up and not stay on your dot. Um, so, but it was so cute and so fun. I'm not a huge minions person. Um, oh, I hate the minions just, personally. I hate them, but it, it sounds like a fun, a fun ride. You will love this ride because you get to, you know, shoot it. <laughs> because get to shoot them. Um, <laughs> yes. So, and they're making like, you know, all their minion noises and stuff. But, and then after this, it was like 11 o'clock and then we decided to go to the Minion Cafe because it we hadn't is had enough so, minions. Right. So. We we're like, let's do Minions. Yeah. Um, and we had listened to a podcast of like the Universal. I think it was Universal's does their own podcast. And they had talked about like the menu of the Minions Cafe and how they came up with all the ideas. Um, so I got the Agnes's Honeymoon Soup and a pimento grilled cheese. And it was awesome. Like for theme park food, it was really, really good. Oh, that's exciting to hear because I'll probably be doing this Minions uh, restaurant ride pretty soon because I'm going on a trip with just my six-year-old. <laughs> so oh. I'm sure it'll be like Minions focused, but that's good. To I love hearing raves about restaurants like that. Like ones you wouldn't necessarily expect to be hits. That's yes. always fun. And it's so easy there. That mobile order is great because you put in your mobile order, you like scan your table number, and then they just bring it right to you like a full service restaurant. Um, so that was really great. My husband got like the steak and cheese ray sandwich, and it had like a little test tube of cheese that you got to spray on your sandwich. It, it was just precious. I think kids would love it. Fun. Um, but yeah, so we did that. And then... We went to Central Park Crepes, which is like a crepe stand in like the Central Park, right by La Bamba Cafe, which the Universal app is trash. It is terrible <laughs> for, to, for like knowing where lightly, you're going. Yeah, yeah. It is just like so many icons that you can't get off. Like yes. you're trying to find something. You can't yes. search it like in Disney. And I'm like, why? Yes, that I could not agree uh. with you more. Where you're trying, you're like, I just want to figure out, or it'll, even when you're like, okay, just rides, it tries to like categorize the rides a little too much. It's like, unless it's a water ride, please don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some of them, I'm like, this could be either. I don't know. Get all these icons off of this map so I can figure this out already. And if you pull up the list, then it's not in alphabetical order. And I'm like, that <laughs> makes no sense when you're just trying to look and you can't search it. So it's like, it, it just... Mm -hmm. The Disney I'm, app has issues too. Oh yeah, no, that one's not like, great either. But 
Yeah, that's so. I'm fairly certain that after a family trip to Universal, I went on this like big rant on the podcast about the app. I'm fairly certain that I did at some point. I don't know when, but I just because I had the same complaints and I found it so frustrating. It is. My husband was like, I can't even deal with the app because (laughs) he would try to go find something and like they categorized it by like kids' rides. Well, like some things. Our kids ride, but like adults are going. Yes, on it. it's not necessarily. That's exactly so, what I was saying too. Like I, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's very frustrating. So <sighs> we went to the crepe stand, and they didn't have the crepe I wanted, and they don't have all their menus posted on the Universal app too. So like I didn't know that ahead of time. So I probably wouldn't have stopped here had I known. But um, we wanted this Oreo crepe that was delicious last time I went. But instead, we got a strawberry Nutella crepe. We actually like walked away when they said they didn't have the one I wanted. And then I was like, but the crepes are really good. We could go try a different one. <laughs> so we got a strawberry Nutella one and it was fine. It it took forever because they are making the crepes like by hand on this burner. I started to make a face when you said it took forever, but that's with crepes, you know, that actually now that I think about that is, you're right. That is what you want. You want them to make it right there. Yes. And it, it was very fresh. It was, it was good. It just, would I wait for it again? No, I would not. But was it as good fine. as the Oreo one? No. The Oreo no. one is like <laughs> the best thing I've had. I've been thinking about it for over oh, a year. And, oh. But that's okay. It was good. It could have used more like strawberries. You need something to like cut the sweet. Um so then we went on ET. So one thing I love about Universal is if you have Express Pass, like the kind of the thinking that you have to do for Disney to plan your day isn't really required because even though you're not guaranteed to walk on, it most of the time it is a walk on and it just is so much easier. Like I'm not having to book rides. I My phone died twice the Disney day. And on both our Universal Day, I had battery going home because I w- just wasn't on my phone. Yep. I really wish that instead of the Genie Plus that we have now, they would just do what Universal does. We're, we're going to like really limit the number of people who can get Express Pass. And it's going to be super expensive, but it's also, you know, just such an easy process. There's no playing with your phone. There's no reserving anything. Just you get in line. And because they, they sell, like they sell out, it's not, you know, it's not unlimited and they limit the number and it's so expensive. It's usually, like you said, the waits are not, um, long usually. Right. And we had the unlimited express since we were staying at a premier resort. Like if Disney would do that, I would always stay at a deluxe resort. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for that kind of, I mean, it makes the price just so much better if you can do it by staying on property. Like it's such an incentive that I guess Disney doesn't need, but it would be great. Um, so we did ET. It was a twenty minute posted twenty minute wait, and it was like a three to five minute wait. And when they were so when you walk into ET, they ask for your name for like a surprise later. And my husband was like very confused. He's like, "Why do they need to know my name? Like this is really inefficient that they're asking." <laughs> He's like, "Ready to like, start something." <laughs> So um, he got it at the end. Did they? They've never once said my name. As many times as I've been on that ride, I've never once heard my name. They said my name, but it's Alyssa. And I don't know how the person spelled it. And it was not Alyssa when he said it. Um, (laughs) And there were some names that he said on our car that I was like, I don't even think that's the name. But so you said your husband had you've been to Universal more recently, but your husband hasn't been since he was a kid. 
Did he remember the E.T. ride? Because literally nothing about that ride has changed. It is hilarious and nostalgic and in desperate need of an update. But I also kind of don't want them to update it because of how hilarious it is. So he remembered Jaws and Twister. And when, after oh, we rode E.T., okay. which he wanted to ride E.T., that we skipped a lot. Um, especially in this park, but he really wanted to ride E.T. And he, after we got off, he was like, they got rid of Twister and they kept that. <laughs> and I was like, I kind of agree. I don't want him to get rid of it, but it's not good. Now, I, I don't know if this is true, but from what I've heard, it's because of Steven Spielberg that he invested heavily in this and he has some sort of agreement with Universal. And so E.T., I guess, is is here to stay, at least, you know, the near future. I guess so. Him and Jimmy Fallon just wanting themselves <laughs> on rides. So, um, yeah, I get, I mean, it's not like he's in it besides the pre-show, but yeah. Yeah. That pre-show that also hasn't changed since I was a kid. Yeah. You know, he's like, like very not his age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 With the long hair and yes. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. That ride is just, it cracks me up every time just cause it's so hilariously dated. Yes, it's pretty bad. And I mean, like, it's kind of like people who did it may have been like doing drugs when they made it because <laughs> it is like the weirdest creatures that aren't in the movie. Yeah. They're just new. Yes. I don't understand anything about that ride at all. <laughs> at no, all. It, it's bad. And I'm like, how is E.T.? I don't understand how E.T. saves everybody. Like, I don't for the what what's the, it, the green planet or something? It's that it, it's his healing touch. But what does he have to, what is he touching? The planet? Like, I don't, I don't, that, but how would that heal the planet? I am, I don't know if I'm missing something. And if I am, somebody needs power. Some, but, but, but he does it in the movie too. But he actually, but he touches them. So are they like flying him back to the planet and then he just has to touch the planet? I'm clearly missing something. And if somebody has some insight on this ride, I really (laughs) hope that they reach out because. As a kid, I didn't get it. And then as an adult, I was like, well, I'll understand it now. Like, I'm an adult now. I'll get it. And I was like, no, I still don't get it. I don't yeah, understand it's not it. A and the aliens are weird. Line. I'm so sorry. I've completely taken over here. Uh, <laughs> let's let's get back to your universal day. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird ride. But okay, so next we went to the Simpsons area. So we're just kind of making a big circle. Um, and we're going to end up in Diagon Alley. So we go to the Simpsons. And the Simpson ride, I thought I'm not a Simpsons fan really, but last time when I went on that ride, I thought the jokes ahead of time were hilarious because it's like making fun of a theme park while you're yes, in a theme park. The pre-show, um, like the stuff that they show on the screens, or I wouldn't even call it pre-show. It's just like when you're in the ride queue. The videos yes. they make reference to the Back to the Future ride, which is what was there mm-hmm. before the Simpsons ride. So like Doc Brown shows up in yes. the the video and it's hilarious. Yeah, like they're talking about teens, teens running rides. And then like <laughs> they also talk about like how you can get a twofer on a drink at a theme park. You drink your drink and then you wait for the ice to melt and then you drink that. I'm like, that's true. Yeah. Um, so it's just a funny ride. So we went on that ride. I don't like the actual ride. It kind of makes me like wonder if I'm going to get sick, but no one got sick. So we went on that and then we went on Men in Black. 
Men in Black, I did so good. I was so proud of myself. And then my husband pushed the button. And so he got like 100,000 bonus points because he pushed a button first. And so he he beat Aww. me by a lot. Um, but that's a great ride too. And I mean, I can remember watching the Men in Black as a kid. So uh, then we went to Diagon Alley. It's like one o'clock. And we have done everything that we had planned to do in Universal. So we didn't plan to go on like Jimmy Fallon or the other Minions ride or Transformers. Um, so we got a text saying that our room was ready at about 1.30. And so we were like, okay, well, let's hang out for a little while longer and then maybe we'll go back. Uh, we went to the Fountain of Fair Fortune, which is like just a place you can buy butterbeer and regular beer. Um, and we got beers. I this is an unpopular opinion. I have apparently a lot of unpopular. I do not love the butter beer. It's just so sweet. Oh, I love it. Love I, it. Everyone loves it but me. And so I had told Jonathan that I didn't love it. And he was then like, well, I'll just wait to try it. And I'm like, but you may love it. Everyone loves it. Yeah, you're it, like literally me. everyone else. For me, it's the foam. It's like the vanilla foam that – I mean the drink is good too, but the vanilla foam on top is is what does it for me. That's – I love that. Love it. I don't love – that's the part I don't like. I think mm. that's – it like tastes like a cupcake to me and I guess that's good, but I don't want to drink the cupcake. <laughs> um, well, I do. <laughs> I'll give you my butterbeer. So. <laughs> I gladly, gladly. So we went there and then – um, I got the Witch's Brew, which is like exclusive to Harry Potter area, and it's actually exclusive to Diagon Alley. And then my husband's husband got the Dragon Scale, which you can get in either Harry Potter area. Um, and then we sat down around two to watch the Tales of Beetle the Bard. And I've been saying that wrong for a long time. I was, I thought it was like the Beetle and Bard, but oh. it's Beetle the Bard, like he is a. <laughs> I don't know. Something I should probably know. <laughs> Where somebody's going to be emailing me like all so they're like, all right, you two. Yeah. Which is funny because when we were on the train with the, the children the first time, it was great to see their excitement on the train. But it was kind of also like a little bit like, I just want to watch the show, not watch you watch the show. And right. They were making all these movie references. And when we got off, I was like, I don't think I've even read the books. And Jonathan was like, okay, judgy. Like, <laughs> you know, but. Obviously, it's a different experience if you love it through the books because um, that was like they were coming out as I was reading them and it was just always so exciting. Then we were going to do Escape from Gringotts, which was a posted 120-minute wait, but Jonathan started to not feel well and he looked not well either. Um, and his stomach had been kind of bothering him earlier, but at this point, it was like he didn't even know if he could make it out the park. He was like, oh, I'm no. feeling very sick. We start walking out of the park and we're like, okay, well, let's get the boat back. And it's so hard because you're like battling the, well, I want to stay. But like, obviously he needed to go back. Like there was no choice. So on the way out, he thought he was going to get sick. And so we weren't sure, like, was it the Simpsons ride? Like, were you, like, was it an emotion thing or were you just dehydrated? And I think he probably was dehydrated. But luckily our room was ready. And since we already had our keys for Express Pass, we could just go straight to our room. And so it was around like probably 2.20 when we got back. Um, and on the app, you cannot find a map of Royal Pacific that works very well to get to your room number. So I'm like Googling pictures of the map of Royal Pacific because it's just not like 
set up that well. But as soon as we got into the tower, we we knew. That's frustrating, though. That's really frustrating. And especially because he wasn't feeling well. The last thing you wanted to do was like go stand in line at the front desk to be like, where am I supposed to go? Right. And I didn't want to go to the front desk if our room wasn't by the front desk, right, which it right. ended up being. But it could have been kind of far. So we got there. He took a nap. Um, and we just kind of hung out in the room for a while. We had a 530 reservation for dinner. And I was, you know, asking him, like, do we need to cancel? And he didn't think so. So we slept till like five o'clock. I ended up taking a nap too. And then we woke up. He was like, I think I'm okay. I want to go back. I really want to do Velocicoaster. So I'm like, I don't know that you should do Velocicoaster. But if you really want to do Velocicoaster, like we can try. So we go to uh, our reservation. It was at the Cowfish, which is in City Walk. And it is a burger sushi fusion place. So they have burgers, they have sushi, and then they have like sushi rolls that are burger flavored. And it was great. I loved it. He was like not so – it's interesting that if your stomach was upset, you'd be like sushi's fine. But I guess because it had been so hot the day before, like sushi does seem fine when you're hot and it's cool. Um, so my husband just got like normal sushi and I got the burger sushi roll, which was really awesome and just different. It tasted exactly like a burger. It didn't taste like sushi. But we ate there and then at about 6.50 or – it, might, it must have been a little before that. We were like, okay, well, let's go to Islands of Adventure. And he swore up and down that he was feeling good enough. And I did not want to, like, push him. But obviously, I wanted to go on rides. So I was not going to tell him, oh, no, we shouldn't do that. <laughs> You're not going to argue. <laughs> yes. So we got in line for Velocicoaster. And it was a 135-minute wait. And so, like, before we got in the line, I told him, like, just remember that – it express pass doesn't mean you'll walk right on express pass. I think they say that it's about like half of the regular weight. So I was just trying to, you know, we might be waiting for an hour. This might be like it for us, but we waited 20 minutes and we were at the front of the line. That line moves fast. Yeah. It's, it's so good. And, and like the pre-show and even the queue is just awesome. So they have the Raptors that are so cool and like, just everything about it is amazing. And Chris Pratt um, on like one of the 10 rides that you can see his face. He's on this one yes. too. Screaming about how you're about to die. Like right before you get on the ride vehicle. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's like, maybe you'll keep your fingers and your toes. And it's like, oh gosh, hope it's you. Um, so we got on Velocicoaster and we were towards the back this time. Ooh, more intense to be towards the yes. back. And it was amazing. I love Velocicoaster. I mean, it is just, uh, you really are scared a little bit because you feel like you're going to fall out, even though you will not. It's having the harness not go over your shoulders, but it's instead basically go in your lap. And you're like, well, I'm going to fly out of this thing now. It really does. It's it's crazy because it's tight when you sit in, you pull it down and you're like, okay, I'm very secure. I'm not going anywhere. But then there are several moments where you like lift up out of your seat and you're like, this does not feel tight. You're like, it's over. It's I had a good yes. run. I died doing what I love. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. truly though. Um, mad respect to people who put their hands up because I don't, I tried the last time we wrote it and I just, it's like too scary for me. I have to grip because that'll keep me in the seat. Yeah, you're white knuckling it. <laughs> yes. We saw several people trying to like bring their phones on and stuff. And it's like, clearly there is a reason they don't That's want you to That's why they have to do the metal detector. 
You know, it's yeah. why we can't have nice things because there are always yeah. people there to ruin it. And so exactly. instead we have to walk through metal detectors. <laughs> yes. Universe, it's just so different. The crowd is very different than Disney. It's a lot of older kids, but there are like a ton of what I thought was little kids going on this ride, like eight-year-olds. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I would never have. You're braver than I was at eight. <laughs> yeah, I, I love roller coasters, but I could not. It is an intense roller coaster. So then after we rode Velocicoaster, we went over to Hogsmeade. And so it was Halloween Horror Nights. So we did not have the option of going back to Universal Studios. We were stuck at Islands of Adventure after I think it was like 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock. Um, so every afternoon we would have had to be at Islands of Adventure. So we um, did some spells because I have a wand, which it's, it's just crazy. What wand do like you have? Child. What wand? I have I a couple of wands, willow. so. <laughs> it's one of the ones that the characteristics are supposed to be like you. Um, and, like, I, the only thing I remember when I, I got it that I, I was like, that's definitely me. It was, like, one of them said, like, you overexert yourself to, like, get everything done for other people. And that's, like, 100% of the kind of person I, I am. Um, <laughs> I think it's the willow. I'm pretty sure. But it's cute. I love it. Um, I, I, thought go, it was I go for the character ones, personally. I do like those too. We did some spells and my husband, we were like, we're not going to get a second wand that we will barely ever use. So he was using my wand. Um, and then we got some drinks or I think I got a drink. I think Jonathan's stomach was still messed up. Um, and then we went and saw the spirit rally um, that was going on, uh, which it was dark at this point. And I don't understand why, like in Diagon Alley, it's like a perfect place to view all the shows. But on Hogsmeade, it's in the direct sun. So it's really nice to catch it at night. And then we went to Honeydukes. And that's the candy store. And we got a pumpkin pasty. And my husband's like, let's get some fudge. I'm like, we, that is not Harry Potter, but that we got some fudge. <laughs> He's um, like, I don't feel good, but also fudge. I need fudge. We didn't eat the fudge till yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we got some fudge and then we got some um, bots beans for, we haven't eaten them yet. My my daughter really wanted them this morning before school. I was like, no, I think we'll save that for <laughs> an afternoon. Um, and then we're just kind of sitting and hanging out and it was about 8.30 at this point. And I was like, well, we can go back now. We don't really have anything else that we're going to do today. Or we could get in the queue for Hagrid's and then not rope drop tomorrow. And so he was like, yeah, let's do that because then we can just sleep in and wake up late. So we got in the queue for Hagrid's at 8.35. It was a 90-minute wait. The park closed at 9. Um, but it was really only a 45-minute wait. So – wasn't not a bad, bad wait at all. Yeah, no, not no. too bad. And so, like, combined that day, we had waited, like, what you might normally wait for one ride on Hagrid's. And we got to switch. So he rode the motorbike the first time, and I rode the sidecar. And it was Oh, nice. Back. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fun at night. And it was getting kind of cold. This day was much cooler than Friday. Like, the cold front had come through. And so it's kind of like, I really need, like, a sweater to be here on Hagrid's because it's just – it's it, – it's great ride. What like a wonderful of, change, though, to have cooler weather. Oh, fantastic. Yes, it was It was great. So the next morning, we um, slept in, and we had decided that I really wanted Voodoo Donuts because I love Voodoo Donuts, um, which is in City Walk. 
So we slept in and then we got up, I guess, around nine and started getting ready. And then we checked out and checked our bags. And I got a Starbucks while um, John was checking the bags. And then we were like, our legs were tired at this point because, you know, we hadn't drank enough water and we're getting old. And so, uh, and it's just like, compared to going with kids, we were running all over the park, especially at Disney. We were not cognizant of like step counts. We were just kind of like doing whatever we wanted. Um, so our legs were hurting. So we took the water taxi instead of walking. Um, and we went straight to Voodoo Donuts, which is near where you get off. And you can mobile order for Voodoo, but Jonathan really wanted to like see all the donuts. And it, oh, that line cool. is nutty though. How long did you it wait wasn't. in that line? Was oh, really? Oh, that's good. I thought it would be, and I was kind of like worried about the decision to not mobile order because I fully believe in taking advantage of a mobile order. I don't understand why people don't. Um, we took a picture too on the walk in with the um, Universal, like the spinning thing, which was not spinning um, this whole trip, I noticed, but hmm, we, interesting. it was a great picture. Easier and to get have... the photo, I suppose, if it's not spinning. You don't have to time Absolutely. it and wait for it to get where you want it. Yeah, where you want it to be. Yeah. So um, they had like a photo, their photo pass person. Um, and I had bought that because I wanted the ride pictures. Okay. I'm curious. With Disney, when you purchase Memory Maker, there are photographers everywhere. So it's easy to get your money's worth. I've never purchased the universal one. And part of the reason I've always hesitated is because I never feel like I see that many photographers. Did you find that there were photographers around the parks? Was it worth the money? No, not like Disney, but the ride photos are what I am buying it for because like your faces sometimes on the ride photos are just so good. Like last time I went, <laughs> I went on a girl's trip and I have this one friend who I teach with and her facial expressions on the ride, like we still send them to each other all the time because they're just like, she's so scared. I'm like, are you having yeah. fun? Like that does not look fun. Our rip ride rocket, you could tell like Jonathan was like having the best time, which is just really great because I feel like as an adult, like and a dad, like he is so great about like providing for our family and like trying to make sure everything is where it should be. And it is great to see him have like just a lot of fun. Um, so when I saw that picture, I was like, this is worth it just to have this and like, you know, see that kind of joy because sometimes as parents, you're like so busy making that joy for other people that you kind of forget to have it yourself. Um, so we went to Gringotts and we rode that because we didn't get to do it. It was a 65 minute wait and we walked right on. Um, then we went and just shopped around Diagon Alley. Um, it was it was kind of busy even at 11 o'clock. Like there were a lot of people, which is like the unfortunate part because you want to be able to like do the magic and enjoy the area. But it's like you might have to watch six people do the spell ahead of you, which yeah. is not as fun. Um, Jonathan got a butterbeer and he liked it, but he didn't love it. So he didn't end up drinking the whole thing. He just kind of like tried it. Not a rave on the butterbeer. So you dislike it. He thinks it's just okay. Yes. Now, every kid loved it. Every child was drinking a lot of butterbeer. Um, so then we got on the Hogwarts Express, and um, you can bring drinks on the Hogwarts Express, which is awesome. Um, and then we went to Hogsmeade, and we did some shopping at Filch's. 
Um, I got at Diagon Alley in the Emporium. I had bought my four-year-old a owl because that is her new pet. And she's very intrigued by the owl. Um, and it looks like a, you know, a real owl. So she's excited about that because it's her real pet. Um, then we went on Velocicoaster and that, it was like 1245. It had a 90 minute wait and we waited like 20 minutes, um, it says. And we decided to wait for the front row because there wasn't a long line. And in the front row, I don't think it's faster. It's definitely not faster, but like you get to see everything and they have like, like a velociraptors like on the sides. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you not catch that the first time? No, I knew they were there because I've ridden in the front row before one time, but Jonathan didn't catch him even in the front row. He was like, I think I blacked out. I know. <laughs> I know my, <laughs> my son was like, I didn't see anything. Like I'm pretty sure his eyes were just closed the whole time. Well, it's interesting because it's like definitely part of the ride. Like it's why you're weaving at that point. And they're like growling at you and stuff, but like yeah, you're that's going so quick. Why Chris Pratt's yelling that you're about to die. Yes, they've cornered you. Yeah. Um, so we did that and it was just so fun. And even after we got off again, Jonathan's like, that ride's just so good. And it is. Um, we went to the Burger Digs and we were just going to get lunch there since it was nearby. And we mobile ordered and a lot of people did not. And there was a line out the door, like like 100 people. And we just walked right in, got our food and went and had a seat. Um and then after we ate lunch, we did River Adventure. And then we were going to go do the Marvel rides and then come back and do one more Velocicoaster before we leave. But Jonathan was like, well, it's right here. Let's just do it now. So we went back on Velocicoaster <laughs> um, for the last time this trip. And it was great. It's interesting to like hear people's account of it too. Like people are like, I really was falling out. And I'm like, no, you're supposed to feel that. But some people think. Oh, people are convinced. Just go in any of these like theme park groups. Every single group, there will be a, a handful of people who all have a story where I fell out of this ride and like somebody grabbed me. Everybody has this, like, I'm so you didn't fall out of the ride. It's you're supposed to feel some weightlessness. That's not you actually literally falling out of the ride. But people are convinced. They're convinced that they were falling out of the ride. Yeah, I think actually one of the girls I went on the girl's trip with believes that. And I'm like, uh, yeah, they, they wouldn't have you on the ride. If you yes, fall I, the ride. it's like, you know, I don't know, like one in every 20 people, maybe it seems because <laughs> the number of people who are like me, too. I also fell out of there. Like you didn't fall out of the ride. <laughs> Your yeah, butt lifted like, off the seat, but you didn't fall it's out. Intentional. But yeah, so it was great. Um, then we went to Dr. Doom's Fearfall. That not so great. I mean, that is... I don't know that my four-year-old would be afraid of that ride. Then we went on Spider-Man. That was also a walk-on. And then we went and did Hulk, which I loved the Hulk as a kid. I can remember going on and I can remember being so thrilling. But just in comparison to Velocicoaster, it's just, it's rough. Like you, you feel the track more and like it hurt my head kind of. And I remember feeling that last time. You know, what's funny is they have like newish ride vehicles and I'm pretty sure they replaced a bunch of the track too like they did a big refurb on that ride and maybe and you're right maybe you're right maybe it is the comparison to Velocicoaster and how smooth Velocicoaster is maybe that's what it is yes it, it was not my favorite so then we had kind of done everything we wanted to do and we were like well we could go back it was only 320 
So we're like, we could go back to Universal Florida for a little while um, and do Minions again, but that was down and we just didn't feel like walking. So we went back to the hotel and then we went back to like the Hyatt. So we went, we water taxied to Royal Pacific because we had to get our bags and stuff. But even, I mean, for the uh, security line, it might be beneficial for people to like go to hotels and then take their transportation because it really is very easy. Um, we Ubered back and then we decided to get a reservation to Wine Bar George because Disney Springs is another place I feel like I cannot go and fully enjoy with my children because of the strollers and there's a lot of people. Um, and we're just not at the age. I mean, with a two-year-old and a four-year-old, like a sit-down dinner is rough. So (laughs) I was like, let's just do one more thing, you know. With Disney, it's always one more thing. So we went over to uh, Disney Springs at like 5.50 and we took an Uber and then we went to Wine Bar George and we got in the Gideon's virtual queue, which was three hours and 40 minutes. Um, And I was like, there's no way we'll be back. We'll still be here three hours and 40 minutes later. But we got in the queue and then I got out when we were leaving because we weren't going to make it. Um, so I wonder what time we would have gotten called back because I'm sure it would have been ridiculous. I don't get it personally. I don't either. They are so good. But like three hours and 40 minutes, unless you're planning on being there anyway, is just not worth it. Um, so yeah, that's controversial, I'm sure too. Um, but I I would wait if I was going to be at Disney Springs anyway, but I wasn't going to stay there super late because we had an early flight. Um, we went to the Lego store too and just kind of like shopped around, which Lego store is so cool it was awesome to see all the legos but we had done carry-ons and i didn't see anything i couldn't get online so we didn't get anything um and jonathan was like we can maybe tell julie what's new and i'm like and how will you know what's new because (laughs) we've never been before and he was like that's a good point um and then we stopped in world of disney really quick just to see if we could see something for my parents since they had kept the girls and um they just do a ton for us so we got them something that they're going to get soon. And then we went back to the Hyatt around 840 and went to sleep because we had a we had to leave at 4 a.m. the next morning Ooh, for our flight. Brutal. We just did Ubers because we couldn't do mirrors or anything since we were staying off property. And every time I checked, Uber was cheaper than Lyft. And pre-scheduling was always more expensive than just getting at the time of. And we never had trouble getting an uber when we needed it looking back on your trip now how did you feel adding universal this time around was this something you would do again i know you've got small kids but maybe when they're the right age or if you have the opportunity for another trip with just your husband did you like adding universal would you stick to just disney parks i love universal but i don't know that if i i would kind of like to focus on a trip like one or the other it's like a totally different experience And I asked him after, I'm like, so which one do you like better? And he said the same thing that I think. It's like, it's so hard to compare them because they are so different. Like, they're both theme parks, but they're both done really well. I mean, I think Disney does a great job of, like, executing a theme and, like, everything is, like, thought about. But, like, Harry Potter, like, that whole area, like, is so immersive. And I like that IP better than the newer, like, Pandora. I don't love Avatar, but I love Pandora. It's interesting that um, Pandora was what they went with. And 
I'm not like knocking that land because it's amazing and what they've done with it is amazing. But I don't know anyone who has an emotional connection to the Avatar movies the same way they do either Harry Potter or Star Wars. I think that those two lands made sense to me. I was like, yes, there are enough people who have that emotional tie. I know no one who has an emotional tie to the Avatar movies. So that was that was a surprise for me personally. So I totally get I what you're saying. Yeah, it's just like I love Pandora. That is one of my favorite areas of Disney. But like, it's just not you're not emotional about emotional. it. Yeah. No. Yes. Whereas yeah. like Harry Potter walking in Diagon Alley the first time was like, oh you're my like, gosh, holy to cow. Me. Yes. Yeah, I'm here. Like this is exactly you know what I've what I pictured in my head reading and what I saw on you know the screen. Yeah, they did yes. such an amazing job. And I still will argue that Hagrid's uh, motorbike adventure is probably the best ride in Orlando. I think Guardians is, it has the fun factor, like by far, but I think the Hagrid's has so many surprises and it's so fun and unique. I personally think that that's, they have the best ride in Orlando. Yeah. I I mean, Guardians, I just smile the whole time. Yes. Yes. And so it is just like, it, you can't they're the both fun. just great. I mean, they both are so fun. And even like in comparison to like Velocicoaster, like Hagrid's is, fun like Velocicoaster is like scary and it's like fun because it gives you that rush but it's not like ah, it's like this like Hagrid's you're like laughing and there's that one part that you're just like really surprised is like amazing and my husband had forgotten he had read a spoiler and he had forgotten about it until he got on the ride and so then after he's like oh I forgot I was gonna do that and that was just so great and that is that is really fun to like yep. experience something unexpected. Yes. I read no spoilers the first time I went on Hagrid's and I screamed. I assume it's the, the part that you're talking about. We won't spoil it for anybody. But I was so surprised. Like that ride really had me surprised and even rewriting it, even knowing what's coming. I still I love it. I absolutely love that one. It's a great ride. It really is. And I mean, Universal, I feel like they have a lot of really great rides a lot of their newer stuff i can't wait for epic universe i know Me too. they just really are doing things that push the envelope and i just think that's really really cool and like i mean it's just great for adults too like that is something that is thrilling for me as an adult whereas disney there's a lot of times that i'm like this is like i'm excited to watch my kids experience it i'm not as excited about it for me even though i truly do love it um yes. so I, I love Universal for Adult Trip. And I think once my kids get older, but I wouldn't want to take them until they could experience a lot more. Like now they would, Olivia, I think could only go on like one thing. Because even, even Seuss Landing has height requirements. And so <laughs> it makes it challenging yeah. if you have little people. I will say their rider switch system beats Disney's by a mile, by a mile. Um, but I, yeah, I agree. Like I wish that, that younger kids could enjoy some like because Seuss Landing is that's it's so adorable. It's so cute. But little kids can't go on everything. And I would also like to say, like more to your point a minute ago about like the theming and Universal versus Disney, no matter how you feel about either park, if you prefer one over the other, I think it's amazing and so beneficial for us as park goers that they are both right there and in competition because they both are just bringing it. They're bringing it. Like I think, you know, Universal, when they opened the Harry Potter stuff, blew everybody out of the water. 
And so mm-hmm. Disney responds with Pandora and with Star Wars. And now Universal's responding again with Mario oh, yeah. and Epic Universe. And so no matter how you feel about Universal or Disney or if you prefer one over the other, it's we're the winners here because we're benefiting yes. from them pushing each other to the limits. I, You know, it's nothing but a win for us. Absolutely. I will say one difference that I noticed too is like cast members versus like the Universal employees. Like we had some great Universal like experiences, but like the cast members, my magic band broke at one point, like the little like insert came out of the band. And so I went to ask for a piece of tape so that I could repair it. And the cast members like, oh no, take it off. I've fixed one of these before. He got out a pin and he was like, okay, when you get home, you need to do super glue. And he like took time to do that and at one point for universal i was like standing at a window waiting for a a photo from a ride and like the guy was like just actively like ignoring me and i'm not (laughs) one to be like um hi i'm right here and it it, like took a minute and like not that he was rude he wasn't he was very nice once he like helped me but like it's a disney wouldn't he just wasn't above and beyond whereas with disney you see maybe more above and beyond Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't do. know that and I know exactly what you mean. Where I've, I don't know that I've ever had a negative experience with a universal yeah. um team member. They are team members, not cast members. I always yeah. call them cast members because I'm so used to it. Um <laughs> like I've never had a bad experience, but uh, I've had so many above and beyond experiences with Disney that you f- you feel the difference there. Yes. And I've never had like, you know, some people have like those magical moments where a cast member like gifts them this. Yeah. And like, I've never had that, nor do I expect that from Disney necessarily. But like, they are just very ready and willing to help, you know? So I do love that about Disney. Yeah. But they're both great. I mean, it was a great, it was a great weekend. I want to go back to both of them and (laughs) I'm going back to Disney in a month. Uh, And by yourself, you're doing a solo trip. What are your plans for your solo trip? I am going um, on a work conference and so I will have, and I'm trying to decide like exactly what tickets I want to get, but I think I'm going to have like after 1 p.m. or after 5 p.m. tickets, just like depending on our schedule that day. Um, So I don't think I'll ride a ton of stuff. I want to ride some things we didn't get to ride maybe, like I would like to ride Remy, um, maybe Three Caballeros, but, and hopefully it'll be cooler so I can I want to try like the soup in Canada and stuff. But fingers crossed. It's been so hot like this summer. Every time I've been the last, I think almost this entire year, with the exception of like I think a January trip I did with my son where it was 40 degrees. <laughs> Other than that, it's been in the 90s, feels like 105 every time I'm there. So I too am looking forward to some cooler temperatures. Can I ask um this uh, Last last question here. I'm I'm curious about the hotel that you that you stayed at. So previously you've stayed on property. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. And this time you decided to stay off property at a Hyatt. Did you find the value to be there with the Hyatt property? And I know you paid with points, but but still it's you know, was it was it worth it to stay off property or would you prefer doing an on property, getting some of those perks of uh staying at a Disney resort? It's a hard question to answer because it's like, even when you're doing a quote unquote budget trip, Disney is not cheap. There's no way to make it like, it's not going to be cheap even if it's on a budget. So like, I didn't feel like it took away from our experience because we were at the park all day. But I 
I prefer to stay on property if I can. And I feel like people that are like staying like once in a lifetime trips or once every few years trip, I would absolutely stay on property instead of at Hyatt. Or at the very least, at a good neighbor that you get early entry if you were going multiple days, because I think you can get so much done if you were rope dropping early entry. But I mean, one time we went as a family and stayed at like a more resort style Hyatt. And I would definitely choose that over this one. This was like, just, it could be a hotel anywhere. It was not. Just a bed and a dresser. and Yeah, it wasn't yeah. anything magical. And that was okay for this trip. But I think like for my kids, I would prefer. And then transportation with my kids. It We couldn't have done this unless, I mean, we really couldn't have done it because we would have needed car seats and we need two car seats at this point. So the transportation would have been really tricky if we hadn't rented a car. And then even if we had rented a car, the thought of flying with two car seats is Well, when, when you rent a car, that value, like that savings from staying off property is probably going to be eaten up entirely. Yes. And like staying somewhere like Bay Lake, that, I mean, that to me is almost priceless. Obviously, if you can afford it. But like it, when we stayed this summer in the DVC with a, another family and split it, it really wasn't that much more than it was actually the same price as staying at a value, but like it's not that much more. And then you're walking right into a park. Like that makes your life so much easier. And then even like the day Jonathan got sick, I was so glad that we were staying on property at Universal that day because that wouldn't have been two hours. That would have been a four hour journey that we would have had to Uber, Uber back and go to our hotel. And I don't know that we would have made it back had we not um, been on property that night. Yeah, it's not black and white. There's a lot to consider. Yay, I'm so glad you were able to come back and share this adult-only trip versus your family trip with the kids. So thank you for being back on. Thank you for having me. And no lightsabers were harmed in the making of this podcast episode. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again to Alyssa for being on the show once again. I love all these repeat guests that I've been having. Uh, It's a lot of fun to follow up with you guys. Um, if you're interested in being a guest on the show, there's a link in the show notes. Tell me why your trip is interesting, different, might be helpful for people because I love having you guys on. Otherwise, I will be back in the parks pretty soon myself. So you can look out for that coming up. I think I'm past due for an episode with my lovely husband. Tech nasty. So maybe we'll get him on before that. But until then, I will see you guys in the parks.